We join on the line now by Professor of Actuarial Sciences at Wits University, David McCarthy. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning, Prof. Hi, morning. Thanks for having me. Professor McCarthy, as simply as you can, could you please briefly explain to us what will happen as of the 1st of March with regard to the amended tax laws? Well, uh, the truth of the matter is that on the 1st of March, very little will actually happen. Um, what Most low-income workers who are members of Provident Funds, and I think there are about 2 to 2.5 million of those, um, will see an increase in their take-home salary. So that's the first point. They'll pay less tax because of the passage of this law, and so they'll, they'll have more money to take home than they otherwise would have. Um, the second thing that will change is the way that workers can take their money when they retire. But the way the law has been drafted, that change will take something uh, 15, 20 years for low-income workers in particular to be affected by that change. So, you know, the, 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 the law does two things. The first thing is it harmonizes the way that tax is treated on pension fund contributions between pension funds, retirement annuities, and provident funds. And that is beneficial for, for most workers in the country. The people who might see a, a slight fall in tax are people who earn um, a, a great deal of money, more than about, you know, maybe two million rand a year, and who get very generous contributions from their employers. For instance, at Wits University, I don't know the history of it, but the professors at Wits University, in fact, all the staff at Wits University, are members of a provident fund. So, you know, we are, are allowed to take all our money as a, as a lump sum when we retire, but most of us are not low-income staff members. So, you know, we're going to see a, 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 an increase in our take-home pay, but, but on the other side of it, in a few years' time, we're going to have to buy an annuity when we retire. So, so the, the bottom line is there's going to be no change on the first of... There's going to be no bad change for virtually, I would say, 95, 98% of workers on the 1st of March are going to see an increase in their take-home pay. So if we look at the reaction from Kosatu and um, just judging by what people are uh, saying this morning on uh, the social media platforms, how would you explain to people that this is actually good and to the benefit of workers? Um, well, I would say firstly, uh, the, the, the way the law has been designed, it's designed to ensure that workers, no matter which employer they work for, they're able to take their retirement savings with them from job to job, and they're able to combine all their retirement savings into a single fund, which the current law doesn't allow. So because of, we have three different types of retirement funds, you can't transfer your fund from, from one type to another always, and that means that many workers who want to save and want to do the right thing have to keep two or maybe even three different um, retirement fund accounts. As of the 1st of March, um, that's no longer um, needed, and all workers can save all their money in, in one particular fund. So that's a huge benefit, and it will go a long way towards um, reducing costs. The second issue, and Kasatu must be aware of this, is that it's not a good idea for workers to take um, a lump sum when they retire. I mean, if you think about it, so someone who's been in, in a job for, you know, a, a reasonably skilled job for 30 years, they get a large lump sum. They've been a member of a provident fund for years. They get a larger lump sum when they retire, right? 
this is the first time that a worker has had a large amount of money um, to, 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 to manage. And they've got no experience in managing it. Um, suddenly a lot of friends, they never had friends before, a lot of friends appear um, and maybe family members and stuff. And people don't realize that that money has to last them for the rest of their lives, which may be 20, 30, sometimes even 40 years, right? And so, you know, Kasatu must be aware that a lot of their members, very soon after they retire, come run out of the money very quickly and come back to them and 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 say, what can Kasatu do about it? And unfortunately, the answer is that Kasatu can't do anything about it. Um, and and so, from the second point of view, is very few people need to, with large lump sums, need to spend all that money very very quickly. So all the law does is it says, when you retire, and this is going to fade in so gradually that it's going to be two generations of workers. So it'll be around 50 years before very low-income workers are definitely affected by this reform. Um, you know, it, 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 all it says is that those low-income workers um, need to take the money more slowly than they otherwise would. So, you know, there's very generous protection for money that's already in the system and growth on that money. There's very generous protection for workers who are near retirement, so workers who are over the age of 55. That's how I would explain that this is actually in the interests of workers. But no high-income worker and, and middle-income worker who retires with a large lump sum actually needs to spend the money very quickly after they retire. And all this law does is it gives more generous um, tax breaks to workers when they put the money in, and it says to them, hang on, you need to spend the money a little bit more slowly. It's still your money. Nobody can take it from you. But all it does is it says you need to spend it a little bit more slowly um, than taking it all as a huge lump sum and then two, three, four years after you retire. When you're still very healthy, right, still got a long life expectancy and you have to live on the state old age grant or you have to rely on your kids. But there um, is, of course, also the argument that people want to be in control of their monies. And, 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 and uh, what I'm seeing this morning from the messages is that they're saying, we want to be able to make those decisions. Here's one, for example. Mushiki says, whether uh, it is good or not uh, to take the lump sum upon retirement, it is not government's place to make that decision. Hence, we have advisors. Um, well, look, the, the, the thing about that is, firstly, very few of the workers we're talking about can afford individual advice. So, you know, I was listening to Classic FM last night, and there was a, well, the night before, and they were talking about, um, you know, the proportion of the South African retirement fund market who is effectively unadvised. Um, and, you know, advisors are there, but they're there only for people who have lots of money. Um, the kind of people we're talking about, advisors might not even look at. So we need to find a system that works even with people who don't get advice. Um, and so, you know, and the second issue is, well, the government gives you a very, very generous tax break, right? It says... You don't pay income tax on the money that goes into the fund, right? Um, and you don't pay income tax on the returns that accrue in the fund. And in return, the government says you, you, you need to use this money as an income. It doesn't say to you how you can use the money. It doesn't, doesn't do that. It doesn't tell you what um, annuity policy you must buy because there's a very broad range of possible annuity policies that you can buy. And remember, for most low-income workers, this isn't going to be an issue for 5, 10, 15 years, right? So, you know, if, if 
workers are intending to strike today, they must workers who are intending to strike today must be aware that the workers that they think they are striking in favour of are only workers who are going to retire in 15 years' time. And so Prof, it's a, uh, but before it, I let it, you go, uh, just very briefly, yeah. how will this affect um, divorces, for example, if you are entitled to half of your spouse's uh, retirement? How is this going to affect that? Um, I should think, uh, I'm not 100% certain, but I should think that the divorce provisions are exactly the same um, as they would otherwise have been. I mean, it may actually make divorce a little bit better because imagine if someone retires now and they get a huge lump sum and their marriage is a bit rocky um, and they know they're going to get divorced. I mean, one thing they might try and do, which they could do now, is to spend down the money very quickly or hide it or something else and then get divorced and then there's no money, um, and the spouse is left without any money. Now, it just says they have to spend the money slightly more slowly. Um, and and I, I don't think that the government is outside its rights in any way in telling people, A, they need to spend the money more slowly. All the evidence suggests that people are not that good at managing their own money. They need a lot of help, right? And requiring people to buy an annuity and remember, this is only going to affect workers in, in 15 years' time and low-income workers, you know, in, in 15 years' time. So, um, and that gives people lots and lots and lots of time to, A, get used to the changes in the system and prepare, the, pre- prepare themselves for it. Um, and it gives the industry a lot of time um, to develop low-cost and appropriate products for this group of workers. So I'm personally a little bit puzzled by the attitude of, of Kosatu. Um, they must be aware that um, that there are workers who are who are being put in very difficult positions um, because they spend down their money too quickly after they retire. It's it's a it's a very very serious gap in our retirement system. And the other two labour federations don't seem to have the same issue. So because there are three labour federations, my understanding is that the two of the three have actually supported these reforms. So I am a bit puzzled by Kasada's position. This is AM Live on SAFM, where the conversations you'll have today begin.